0: Welcome baseball fans it is time for the post season edition of the running the bases podcast. I am Tucker Wells. Joined as always by coach Jordan Bounds coach. How are you? Excited about tomorrow? I am too. I am too. We're going to go more in depth but just how great is the the billing of Arietta versus Cole?
1: Oh, what a great game that could be. But you know, often those games don't end up that way, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, um, we'll uh, we'll go in-depth on it, as we will all the matchups. But just real quick, got to say this, Falcons 4-0. Oh, and, and looking great. Looking great. So, there we go. In baseball now, but before getting to the postseason talk. Um, some thoughts on the final week. I, I loved this. I want your thoughts on this. Ichiro pitching. <laughs> he looked good. Oh, not 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 the results, but he his actual form as a pitcher looked good. He looked like a legit pitcher.
1: Well, I would hope so. Yeah, you know, I really would hope so. But I mean, uh, whatever Ichiro wants, you know, I I love the guy.
0: I do too. And I was you know didn't know this um, that he had been wanting to do this ever since the Seattle days, and that he was a. Uh, a, a pitcher in high school in Japan and even pitched in the high school all-star game in 96.
1: You know, uh, Ty Cobb pitched, uh, Tris Speaker pitched. If you look at many of the all-time greats, they have an inning or two somewhere under their belts.
0: Well, it's good for them. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, you know, you don't see it as often in this day and age. And and what a cool thing to, to learn about him. I already loved him, but this yeah. made me love him even more. Um, and on that note, between Adam LaRoche, Johnny Gomes, and Ichiro, who do you think fared and looked the best as a pitcher? <laughs> uh,
1: Ichiro looked the best.
0: I'm going to say that LaRoche actually kind of looked better, but well all right, it was more enjoyable seeing Ichiro he had he had a big hook, you know, struck out the side, I think too. Um, so Kershaw getting three hundred strikeouts, your thoughts on that
1: um. Tremendous accomplishment in this day and age.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what does that do for his Cy Young candidacy? Does he make uh, more of a case for himself uh, compared to Green make, King?
1: It may make a little bit more of himself, but he's in third place, you know. And uh, in it, in a, in a year where it would be okay for any of the three to win.
0: Yeah, I, I would say he's arguably. And reasonably arguably the face of baseball right now even more than trout even more than buster posey um even though i just saw today chris bryant had the h- highest jersey sales yeah. um for the year yeah uh,
1: well uh face of baseball but like that's the that's a curse i mean wasn't verlander there a couple of years ago
0: yeah that's true but you and know
1: verlander won how many games
0: this year well, you know, he won, I think, like seven or eight. Um, I think it was more like five or six. No, I, don't, I don't know. I'm going to look that up he, he right was about now. He pitching better at the end of the season. but the uh, This is true. Um, well, but see, Verlander is, yeah, he's pitching better. And he, he, rightfully so, he was the face of baseball. I mean, what a dominant stretch that he had. And maybe that will happen to Kershaw, maybe not. But... I'm arguing him over Trout. Kershaw
1: is the face of – it's a nationwide – and I wish I knew the name of it, but they are batting cages that are –
0: Oh, isn't it D-bats? Yeah, it may
1: be, uh, but they're all over. You know, it's a national organization where they have like 10 or 15 different pitching machines and, you know, set up and stuff all over. Really nice – Facilities, But in uh, Kershaw is the image of that, which is kind of funny at, or not funny, but I mean, he's a pitcher. You would think it would be uh, somebody that was a hitter. So, I mean, in support of your uh, statement, who, the being the face of baseball, uh, that certainly is uh, in support of that. Uh, and But who's the face of baseball is determined by 12 to 15-year-olds.
0: Mm-hmm. And, by the way, Verlander, you were correct. He has five wins on the year. I thought so. Yeah. But, hey, he got his ERA down to three he He's been pitching better.
1: He's been pitching better.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, how much money is he making and five wins? And I know, (laughs) you know, Brian Kinney, wins don't mean anything. But in this case, maybe they mean a little.
0: Hey, and speaking of wins meaning something, how about Shelby Miller, huh? Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Only took him 24 starts, but he got that elusive sixth win.
1: More than Verlander. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and good for him. And I still think that the Braves' number one priority in the offseason is to sign him to a long-term deal.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting theory, but one that I believe in more and more. Because, I mean, you can't argue with how his stuff looked all year. Right. Just and, bad luck, I mean, and terrible maybe, run support.
1: and you know, they've got a couple of years of control over him. Uh, and so by giving him the extended salary now or the extended contract now, uh, it's going to cost them less than it will down the road. Go ahead and do it now. That should be a priority. He is a top-of-the-rotation pitcher.
0: Yep. I I think without a doubt after what he – and he had a full year as well. You have a full-year sample size. Yeah. So I would agree with that. So let's revisit that trade just because the Cardinals and Braves closed out the season. Didn't see Hayward play that much. But what do you think of Hayward, what he gave to the Cardinals this year? Will they be able to re-sign him? Certainly they'll be able to re-sign him. Uh, But will they?
1: If they determine that it is a positive for their organization, they will do it. Uh, The... Cardinals passed on signing Albert Pujols. They will pass on re-signing Jesus Christ if it's not going to benefit their team. Well, he's uh, already
0: in the front office, I thought. Yeah. Uh,
1: Hayward is, uh, had a very good season, and he will be an expensive re-sign. It is difficult to put a dollar on the price of fielding. And uh, that is Hayward's most, uh, most uh, his greatest attribute, and so it'll be interesting to see what the Cardinals do along those lines. But can they redo it? Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, if they wish to, yes.
0: But in a vacuum, right now, who won the who won the trade between Braves oh, and I,
1: Cardinals? I, in a vacuum, the Braves have a top of the rotation uh, starter and the possibility. Uh, of a second top of the rotation starter to a, a one and two pitcher for a good defensive outfielder. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I know. What a great thing to celebrate. We're going to bring this trade up a lot just to make us feel better. Yeah. Um, all right. So no one was surprised by what took place today and that Matt Williams got fired. So um, but I think what was interesting to me, his whole staff was fired with him. You oh. talk about cleaning house every single one, everyone on the bench, everybody in the bullpen, Every single coach on the Nationals from this year gone. The Nationals have to make
1: it because of the clubhouse they have. Uh, Matt Williams was manager of the year last year. Uh, he lost the clubhouse. And there's a veteran, despite the fact that Brian Harbour is 16. Bryce. Uh, Bryce, Bryce Harper. Harper, right, uh is 16 years old. Uh, the... Uh, <laughs> The, it is a veteran uh, clubhouse, and Matt Williams lost them. They have to bring in somebody with gravitas. They have to bring in a Jim Leland kind of uh, manager, not Jim Leland. They're not going to bring in Larusa. They're not going to bring in Bobby Cox. They're not going to bring in somebody like this or a Joe Torre. But they need to bring in somebody that has instant respect. Now, I've heard today one person that will get an interview is Cal Ripken Jr. Uh I don't think that's right. You know, uh Cal Ripken Jr was a great player and great players might work for young teams like Molitor had in uh Minnesota, but this is a veteran team. We need a veteran manager, a Sparky Anderson type. Uh I don't know who that would be. Uh what 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 I really think uh washington should do is uh because of the market w- what a great coup it would be if somehow or another they were able to get buck showalter away from baltimore uh that's not going to happen but uh that would be the ideal for washington which has been able to accomplish the ideal quite a lot
0: yeah ironically showalter manager of the year from last year as well so i'll give you a name what about lou Pinella?
1: Well, I'll give you another name. What about Dusty Baker? There are all kinds of old managers that would have some sort of gravitas with the club. Uh, Lou Pinella, I never thought was that great a manager, nor did I think Dusty was that great a manager.
0: Right. But let's just look at it from a clubhouse, you know, being able to garner the respect of the clubhouse. Oh,
1: he'll whoop your ass if you don't uh, respect him. You know, he's going to get that. So would Dusty. I mean, there are. There are a lot of managers that could, and they need somebody of that kind of ilk.
0: Right. Now, here's another interesting poaching thought. What about Mike Socha, perhaps?
1: Uh, I've always thought that Socha was a uh, lot better manager than people gave him credit for. I, I've really liked Socha.
0: I've uh, wanted him, you and I together, wanted yeah. him to take the Braves. Right. Somehow, if we could get him here.
1: Uh, now, all of this stuff with the the general manager who was fired during the year—I I don't remember his name—but uh, the uh, who was just signed, I think, was Seattle, didn't he? Was uh, that Dave Podesta? Uh, I'm not sure. You can look that up. But I mean, yeah, uh, I I wouldn't like to think that Socha was would just turn his back on all of the sabermetrics, uh, you know, stats, and whatnot. But I don't think that was the case, and. Uh, but he certainly is old school, and uh, I believe. I mean, I I like the way his teams have played. You know, he had uh, the uh, the will to play National League ball in an American League ballpark and have it win.
0: Yeah, it was uh, Jerry Depoto. Okay, um, well will remain to be seen who takes the reins at washington but with firing williams that gives us five managers that uh got axed this year including uh mr redmond in uh miami ron reneke ryan sandberg there again an ex-player highly respected as a player who gets you know a, a clubhouse of veterans that didn't work out too well um and then bud black um, I think Murphy will get fired in San Diego. I think it's very likely
1: that Weiss is going uh, to go in Colorado. Uh, now, Murphy
0: San Diego, they, they, it was Bud Black. He was fired, and they're not renewing the interim, I don't think.
1: I, you're right. Uh, I think he's so, gone. Uh, yeah. Jenkins, obviously, is gone in Miami. I mean, he may retain— Jennings. Jennings. He may retain— uh, a position in the front office, but he's not going to be the manager there. So they're more than five.
0: Well, true. Yeah. I mean, the, the interims aren't staying on if you want to count that, but, um, five that were at the beginning of the season that are now gone. Okay. All of them in the national league. I find that fascinating. Um, and considering the national league was so much stronger this year than the American league, but all the teams mentioned, though, well below expectations, or they were just awful. Like in the case of the Phillies, I don't think Sandberg could what handle do you think, it anymore. Uh,
1: the manager in Toronto starting, uh, what's his name on a day's rest? Um, Burley? Burley, yeah. Uh,
0: oh, wanting to get those two innings?
1: Yeah. I mean, and starting him uh, when his arm's about to fall off anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, and they don't have home field advantage because of this. A lot of people saying this was like, Uh,
0: Tremendously poor move Um, Well I didn't uh, I thought that they were already Out of the home field advantage Through the playoffs come Sunday But wouldn't be surprised if Burley himself Championed for that
1: I think the manager Was Gibbons? What's his name? Yeah Uh, Gibbons Yeah, That he did this uh, for the sake of the clubhouse I think uh, Everybody in the clubhouse That Price and but Joey Bats and everybody wanted to see Burley uh, get this kind of golden ring, and mm-hmm. they were all behind it. And yeah, so I think for so too. the I mean, this was kind of a Joe Madden type thing.
0: I would agree. If Toronto had won that game and Kansas City had lost, they would have been tied, right, for record. And I think the tiebreaker went to Kansas City. I, I don't know, but I mean. Well, if that is, if in fact they were still playing for home field throughout, then it was a very bad move. <laughs> I will, I will admit to that. But oh,
1: because playing playing them, uh, you don't want to play them in Toronto right now.
0: Oh yeah, no. Um, and you know, having to go to Kansas City with that fan base is that's a tough. That's a tough out. we are just talking about one more game, though. That's true. Um, so, all right, let's get to it. The postseason is here. Um, let's start with the first wild card, Houston versus the Yankees. Um, what do you think of, you know, this is serious note that came out today that CC is going to enter rehab for alcohol. Um, what do you think of that? And
1: good for him. Uh, I, I don't think he was, uh, I think he would have pitched for the Yankees. Um, uh, were they to go on it, were they to beat Houston Uh, that he would have pitched somewhere in the first line. But he was not one of their first three starters anymore. Uh, And I I think if you watched CeCe this year, there was – he acted out more and was uh, more emotional on the field. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but that he needs to uh, go get – some help along those lines and all power to him. I I talked extensively with a former major league ball player played 10, 15 years. Uh, and I, I don't want to mention his name, but he talked about how easy it was to become an alcoholic uh, as a ball player that when you come in and the game's over at 1120 and you have uh, a couple of beers in the uh, clubhouse uh, and then you go back to the hotel and you can't go to sleep yet. You've got to unwind for a couple of hours and where is there to go? Anywhere, you know, there's just the bar. And uh, the that this just lended itself. Uh, I mean, and this particular player said that he became an alcoholic because of the lifestyle it said. Now, he was retired at this point and was sober and uh, no longer had this problem. But uh, so I, I feel for uh, major leaguers that have substance abuse problems like this uh, and then try and get the help that they need. Uh, all power to CeCe.
0: Yeah. And I did like, of course, what he's saying about recognizing that he's a role model, the anti-Charles Barkley <laughs> sentiment. Um So, I mean, he obviously wasn't going to pitch the wild-card game, but how did the Yankees win this game? I think Houston takes it running away because they've got a Cy Uh, Young uh, pitcher going out there versus, you know, mystery elbow Tanaka.
1: All right. Uh, Keichel has pitched. His ERA is two runs higher on the road. Uh, He's never pitched uh, on short rests before. Um, Now, he is... Left-handed, which neutralizes most of the Yankee bats. They haven't scratched against him all year. Uh, that he is throwing on short rest. He's not a power pitcher per se. So uh, I, I think he certainly is capable of doing that. Uh, on the other hand, Houston's bullpen has been just a giant oil can uh, for the last <laughs> month. Uh, what they've lost nine games or something. You know, something like this. Uh, in September. Uh, <laughs> so how do the Yankees win? They stay in the game for five innings and then throw out those two relievers, let them throw four innings, and uh, then it it's like, who scores a run? Uh, the yeah. Yankees could very well win.
0: Yeah. Well, the relief core in the Yankees aren't faring much better. They're, no, they're a not. similar oil can.
1: Well, as are many teams right now, uh, that has been... Uh, It's been a problem in Kansas City It's been a problem in Toronto It's been, uh, you know, problems throughout
0: Yeah, well, um, that being said I think that the emotion that the Astros showed After winning, you know Well, they didn't win on Sunday But they clinched That seems to me that they are channeling Their June, their May and June You know
1: Sure, I mean, and there is But there's also a lot more pressure on them uh, well, these, they hit a lot of home runs. Well, I mean, these old Yankee veterans, Carlos Beltran is not going <laughs> to feel like uh, the jitters that George Spencer is, you know, Springer. for Springer or whatever. Yeah. You know. <laughs> uh,
0: I feel like we're at like your family reunion sometimes when you're reciting players names. <laughs> no, no, no. That's uh, that's George Springer over there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But you're right, you know, veterans versus first-timers. That ballpark, though, I mean, they hit a lot of home runs, Houston does. They struck out a lot, but they hit a lot of home runs. So, all right, you're – But I think –
1: you know, I I certainly think it's a game – I would not be surprised to see the Yankees win. I'll I'll pick the Astros, but uh, I would not be surprised to see the Yankees win.
0: Yeah, particularly
1: if it is close,
0: in the sixth. Mm-hmm. Interesting note about uh, Mr. Beltran. He has never actually won a World Series. No, so. but he's done well in the postseason. Certainly. So you know, it's just worth noting. Maybe that. Maybe that's an advantage to the Yankees there, and they'll have extra fire. You know, he won't be all laid back. Gosh, if they're if they're really
1: counting on Carlos Beltran with their <laughs> twenty eighth World Series and
0: <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah um all right so now the bigger of the two chicago versus pittsburgh arietta versus cole mentioned it in our open who you going with how does pittsburgh win this game
1: uh how does pittsburgh win this game cole pitches like he did the first half uh cole misses a lot of bats and the cubs miss a lot of balls uh you could have a sixteen strikeout game by Cole. Uh and Cole is a big old boy. Uh he is a hoss. Uh he reminds me very much of Steve Carlton. Doesn't have the sliders. he's got more of a uh you know, he's got a little more heat on that. But uh so and you know, I can see Cole you know, I I don't know this guy at all, but he seems to be the type that's like Arietta Who's this guy? I'm going to go out there and, and you know bust your buttons. Uh, the uh, how does Pittsburgh win? They have the best outfield in the game uh, in in many different ways. Uh, how does Pittsburgh win? They don't uh, they don't miss balls. They put the ball in play. They're a good fundamental team. Uh, I like them a lot. They did win ninety eight games this year. They figured Certainly. out a way to win, you know.
0: But all those hitters in that lineup for Pittsburgh, they sure know who Arietta is. <laughs> with apologies to whether or not Cole does. So No, that's true. Uh
1: Arietta is the second half of the season, we've talked about this before. He's the most dominating
0: pitcher. Uh
1: with I mean, including Scherzer.
0: In, oh yeah. Uh, in the uh, Oh yeah, you know we guess guess we should mention that real quick. Second no hitter for Max Scherzer. So this year, yay! Good job by you. All right, that's done. So Uh, I'll tell you what's not done with that is how many
1: teams have the Tigers helped this year. i mean uh the mets are there because uh well i don't know uh the (laughs) blue jays are there because oh, i don't know uh and the nationals one shine well no i guess harper's a shining uh, star but yeah, yeah i don't know
0: well long term on the nationals help side the mets and and blue jays maybe just have gotten rentals from the from the tigers but you're absolutely correct it's kind of embarrassing for detroit um well, maybe that's why Dembroski's out of there now. So we'll see.
1: Now, twins. The twins were so much better this year. Why?
0: Torrey Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. You're right. It's almost embarrassing how, right. how the Tigers have helped everyone and hurt themselves. So now, um, Arietta, you, you don't want to change up your manager style, but should they try a more of a speed game? Maybe to try and get into Arietta's head, looking at what the Royals did last postseason. They won 98 games. No. Okay. Play their own game. All right. Fair enough. I'll tell you, if
1: the first wild card game, if the Cubs do win this game, Arietta is the World Series MVP and the Cubs win it all.
0: Really? Yes. Wow. That's my... You heard it here first, all of Chicago Northside.
1: Uh... I'm sure it's been set up there a few times, but uh, I think this is a year the Cardinals can be beat. Uh, they're so broken. Uh, I think the biggest obstacle for the Cubs are the Pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, if the Cubs go to the American League, I think uh, they'll hit some long balls in Toronto as well.
0: Oh yeah. They swing and miss a lot, but yeah. when they connect, they connect. Right. Um, well, that transitions perfectly into the League Division Series. And let's start with said Cardinals versus either Pittsburgh or Chicago. Who is the better matchup for the Cardinals to win the LDS? I'm guessing you're saying...
1: No, they would. I think the Cardinals do better in playing the Pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cardinals are, as always, a strong, fundamental team, as are the Pirates. And... But you're not going to out fundamental the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, the uh, I just think it really hurts them so much having Molina shelved.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's still the most uh, crucial injury that's happened to them all year, and they've had about a million um, right. most crucial injury and that I, happened I don't to feel
1: anything. Sorry for them at all.
0: No, neither do I. Um, I will go totally against you here and say that if they play the Cubs they'll beat the Cubs because it's the Cubs the Cardinals Because they've
1: beaten the Cubs for the last 150 years
0: <laughs> uh, but this is the Cardinals can't win them all <laughs> That's true. And really are we exaggerating it? They've only won, you know, one title in the same time span that San Francisco has won 3. So well,
1: I'm not yeah, I'm glad San Francisco's not in there.
0: Yeah, me too. It's, you know, how about that? Even year. Yeah, I know. Every even year. So we'll just pencil them in 2016 World Series champions. Um, who is your Madison Bumgardner for this year? Just mentioned that Cole well, is I, the, Hoss. I, the
1: uh And Cole is the person that resembles Bumgardner, you know, big old boy, left hander, you know, and everything. Uh, Arietta, um, I've already said I said he's my MV, my series MVP. If they win uh, day after tomorrow,
0: um, all right. So in the LDS with the Cardinals, you are taking whoever wins the wild card, no matter what. That's your prediction.
1: Oh, uh, if it's no, Pirates, I, the Pirates no, I, I beat I think the Cardinals. The Cubs will beat them. I am not certain that the Pirates will. I think that that's
0: like you know uh, that's 50/50. All right, all right. so let's move on to the one that is set. Mets-Dodgers. Game one, DeGrom versus question mark. Who do you have starting game one for the Dodgers, considering that Kershaw just pitched yesterday? Grinky. Grinky. no matter what.
1: There's no reason to push Kershaw up one true.
0: more day. True, true, true. Good point. And the Mets throwing DeGrom out first, and then Syndergaard second, so Matt Harvey will pitch the third game. I said that for two months. Yeah, I know you said that, but and now I that think it's a DeGrom real.
1: DeGrom is their best pitcher.
0: All right, so they're going to LA. They have to deal with the shadows and everything. Do At they the get one of those two?
1: They have to win one of those two. They have um, to,
0: but will they?
1: The uh, well, it just depends on how much further the magic can go for the Mets. I mean, uh, the Cespedes has been hitting way beyond his ability. I'm sorry, he's not Ted
0: Williams. And he has uh, cooled off. Yes, now uh, in the final right. final few weeks.
1: And so I I don't uh right now uh I think the if I were general manager of one of those two clubs and they had the same uh financial ability, the Dodgers, you know, own oh. They could own Asia. Uh, and, <laughs> it might be uh, a
0: bit of an exaggeration, but we'll go with it. it well, At least Guggenheim, large
1: <laughs> the Guggenheim Group. And where did they get that name? Uh, is that from Peggy Guggenheim and the Guggenheim, Guggenheims? And I'll know, try and look it up here. But, the, uh, but if the Mets had the same, you know, financial ability of the Dodgers, I would rather be the general manager of the Mets. Uh, the uh, the Dodgers have. You know, two really exceptional pitchers. The uh, Mets have three or four.
0: Yeah. Five, you know. Well, I think, because this is kind of a toss-up, I think, for my prediction for that series. But I do think it goes five. Easy. Okay. I think they're going to be hard-pressed to get one of those two in L.A. But when they get back to New York with that crowd, there's never been a postseason game in that new stadium. And you've got Harvey pitching the first game. Mm-hmm. you got the whole Dark Knight thing. I think it's Easy that that series goes five. Now let's say we get to a game five, and you're looking at Degrom versus Greenkey game five. It'll probably you, be. Oh,
1: see, no, no, I don't think. I think if uh they're going to go uh Degrom, Syndergaard, Harvey, Degrom, that would be game four. So I think I, I don't think Nice or whoever is going to be starting a game. I think they're going to have just those three, and that way Harvey doesn't have to pitch, uh but one game.
0: Yeah. Um. Guggenheim Partners, LLC, who owned the Dodgers. It was founded by Peter Lawson Johnson II and Solomon R. Guggenheim's great-grandson. So there you go. Okay,
1: was well, Solomon Guggenheim Peggy Guggenheim's husband that died on the Titanic?
0: Um, I will go look that up now. So you're saying a game five, uh, it's going to be Syndergaard and then Kershaw? Uh, I don't know who the Dodgers pitcher will be. Yeah. And that's the other point I, I meant to make, that the Dodgers are so soft after uh, pitchers one and two. Right. That, okay, so there's your game. What matchup hitter to pitcher are you most looking forward to in that series?
1: In that series?
0: Considering that Puig is now back. I'm
1: not interested in Puig. Uh,
0: I, I I don't know of a, a pitcher-hitter
1: matchup that I'm excited about in that series. I... uh. uh David Wright, uh, I guess, against
0: uh, Kershaw? Kershaw. Yeah. it's so happy for David Wright. Oh uh, So am I. By the way, uh, Solomon R. Guggenheim was Peggy Guggenheim's uh, uncle. Uncle, okay. So there right. you go. All right, well, let's jump over to the American League. Starting with Kansas City versus either Houston or New York. Um, let's say it's Houston. Who do you think wins? Um, Kansas City. All right, and if it's the Yankees,
1: Kansas City, but I think the Yankees could give Kansas City some problems because Kansas City does not want to play in Yankee Stadium. Right? They they want to play in a big ballpark. They want to play. Uh, let's run the ball down. Uh, they're such opposite teams that now Kansas City could sweep them in you know three straight. But uh, I. Think the Yankees have the capability of really, and that but the Yankees have looked so bad, recently. right? And you're talking about uh three teams there whose bullpens have just blown up, you know, in the last month.
0: Yeah, but if they can, I mean, the edge I would say still goes to Kansas City I, because I, of, I do too. Yeah, but you know, it's really you could say the exact same argument about Houston because of their bandbox. All right, so. So, tough matchup in the away parks either way. But I do pick Kansas City for both. And uh, let me ask you this question. Do you think Kansas City will be able to surprise anybody this year? No. Or they, no they've lost that no, no. after last year. No, not
1: surprise anybody.
0: Um, do you expect them to run the bases like they did last year as much, as aggressively?
1: I think they'll try. Uh, the uh, I will say that something that – is not being said, I think, uh, that the Yankees have an edge with the manager.
0: Hmm, I huh. think
1: Girardi is of the three managers has uh, more ability going into a postseason than do the others,
0: yeah. And let's not forget, as everybody's mentioning, that Matt Williams was NL manager of the year last year and then fired this year. Um, Girardi was manager of the year and fired in the same year when he managed the Marlins for that one season. So, yeah, I mean, and he's got a title and, you know, that, that is never to be undervalued when it comes to, to returning to the postseason. I,
1: I think, you know, the Yankees, I mean, everybody is looking at them like, uh, they've got to be the worst team in all the playoffs. Uh, and they may truly be, uh, but don't count them out.
0: All right um i'd like to but yeah, yeah they're right there in that cardinal yeah demographic of you can never consider them gone and buried until they are indeed gone and buried right and have been for a couple of weeks um all right so now toronto and texas the one that is set um does texas have a shot yes do you think it'll go five games no do you think it'll go four games because I think they're yeah, I swept.
1: Think, I think they it could go four games. Uh, I think Hamels could win the second game.
0: Yeah, uh, the Rangers had the twenty third ERA team ERA in all of baseball this year. They have the worst pitching statistics wise of any of the teams in the postseason for the whole year. True. A lot better second half. True as well, and they have yeah they have not looked as bad as the Astros pitching staff. Um, but also interesting to note that the top five ERAs in the postseason and in all baseball are all in the National League.
1: Well, it's always going to be the National League because the National League doesn't have a DH. I mean, your your lowest ERAs are always in the National League because of that. Uh, but on the top
0: five,
1: yes, it's always the top five. I think if you were to look in the last since the DH, it's been that way almost every year. Mm. Uh, the uh, having. That one spot where you can get an out makes a lot of difference. True. Uh, I mean, it stops a lot of innings from going further. And uh, so, no, that's not a surprise that they're in the National League. They always are. I do think the better pitching is in the National League. I mean, in support of your argument there. Uh, I mean, David Price is in the American League and, you know, Hernandez is there. But, you know, uh, Fernandez is there. But most of them are – in the National League.
0: Well, all right. Well sticking with this matchup, which of course is both teams are in the American League. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Fun fact. Um, Toronto features Price, then Burley, then Dickey, then Strowman. The Rangers feature Cole Hamels, Lewis, and then Holland.
1: Burley will not get a start in the first series.
0: Really? No, what, I don't think so. What if it go well, what if
1: it goes four games? The uh, then I think uh, Price is starting the
0: fourth. And then they wouldn't use him for the fifth game?
1: No, I don't think Burley will get a start. in the, uh, the way he's pitched the second half of the season, I don't think Burley starts in the first series. He may pitch in the second series if they get that far.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm predicting they will get that far. Um,
1: I, I like this series because I've always liked Prince Fielder you know i am glad to see him come back from the abyss uh and um, the uh the blue jays this is the first team that drew 4 million in a season and they've been just a forgotten team for uh so long uh the uh this is a great i i love the energy that's up there in toronto
0: yeah, and, and the Rangers, you know, finishing off the Angels, packed houses every day. Right. For and that series. And
1: the, nobody thought, I mean, when they signed Hamels, everybody thought this was to give them a good one two punch next year. Right. Nobody thought he would be clinching the pennant on the last day of the season.
0: Yeah. And you know what? As much of a jerk as he is, good for him. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's a great postseason pitcher.
1: Went out and did it. Went, uh, not only that, he gave up a couple of runs in the first inning. Was that right? The, uh, and then stuck it around, uh, stuck around and, uh, bulldogged his way, his team into a win. That's, that's a winner.
0: Yeah. So, um, let's talk a little just individual, some more individual matchups in the American League. Uh, what pitcher are you really looking forward to the most? David Price. Yeah. And then, who would you who would you be most interested to see him square off against
1: in the American League?
0: Yeah, not just in that first series, but let's say they go they go through the LCS. All
1: right, David Price gets into a World Series game with the Cubs. Uh he might break Gibson's record for strikeouts in a <laughs> game. Um the uh I would love to see David Price sit down a whole bunch of Yankees if they, uh, be, I, I like David Price a lot. I think, uh, I think he's a class guy and you know, he may be the David Cohn of this era, but he's a tremendous pitcher.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could really draw a name out of a hat and pick a pitcher that you're really looking forward to seeing. So what hitter do you think is going to have the coming out party, the Carlos Beltran circa 2004 post season?
1: Right. Uh, it could very well be one of the young Cubs. Right. It could, I mean, uh, any of them. I mean, Rizzo's about the only one that is kind of nationally known, and only because he's been there a little bit longer. Uh, but any of uh, even he, any of them has an MVP-type series, and they are a face on the national scene. Um Toronto. I mean, you know Joey Bats. Everybody knows. You know he's not going to be. Uh, I mean, and, and Tulo, Any any of them. You know there uh, there aren't uh, any. Uh, well, expensive. now we
0: knew Beltran was great already, and then he just had it coming up. I remember Joey Bats has not been in the postseason before. Joey
1: Bats won a couple of MVP. Or, I mean, won a couple of batting or home run titles and stuff. And, no, I get that. I get and, that. I'm
0: saying. Wiltron
1: had not had that good had not had that much success.
0: This is true. This is also true. But doesn't matter if they're a rookie or not. I'm saying oh, who yeah, do you I think know, which hitter has has the epic postseason?
1: Oh gosh. Uh
0: the
1: uh yeah. well, wouldn't it be great if uh what's his name, the Cub third baseman, the rookie of the year, uh Brian. Yeah. Uh if if it was him. Uh I'm
0: really feeling that it's going to be him. Yeah. The, uh, but then I mean, again, I'm also feeling they're done in one game, so which mi- could
1: very well be. I mean that's what it's, makes it all so great. That that yeah. game uh on Wednesday night, it's gonna be something.
0: Oh yeah. It's yeah. must see television. Yeah, it is. Um and really could be a game that brings baseball back to a certain prominence it's been lacking for a few years. But um I really think that wouldn't it be great if Josh Donaldson just tears it up and it's like the final nail <laughs> in Billy Beans' proverbial ego coffin?
1: Oh, I don't know. There, uh, I don't think you can affect Billy Beans' ego coffin. Uh, the uh, He still thinks trading Tim Hudson was a good move.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And what did you think of the, the Tim Hudson pitching against Zito?
1: Oh, great yeah great
0: that great was, yeah and i'm a, you know what hudson god what a great human being yeah he's a you great know guy. what an emotionally charged moment how wonderful it was the ovation that he got just sad that he didn't get to pitch in atlanta one more time this year yeah it's, it is uh mm-hmm. i
1: i uh we have been blessed to have some tremendous human beings pitch for the braves yeah uh you know you're uh, smolses and necros and people that have uh, the sheriff pat jarvis we've had you know uh, a lot of good human beings pitch for the braves
0: yeah and hey speaking of the braves uh you know of managers getting fired freddie not i mean they gave him a, an extension through 2016 during the season so it seemed like that was the vote the what is the that term vote of confidence yeah but uh you Think they're still well, I don't know.
1: They're not going to fire him. I mean, at the beginning of uh, if he get, I mean, now that they have uh, what's his name? Uh, Copa
0: Copalella, Copalella,
1: Copalella, uh, is the GM. Uh, he can that gives him a little bit more reign to bring his own manager in if things don't start off right next year, right? Uh, and the uh, but they can't fire Freddie for this year. Yeah. The the team played over its head the first half of the season and then the they traded everybody and did not put a major league team out there the second half of the season. You can't blame Freddie for that.
0: Right. True. True. All right. So let's let's do this because our regular season predictions could not have been worse in so many aspects. Um, starting in the National League, give me your predictions through every round. Oh, I think the Nationals will win. Uh, <laughs> the uh,
1: now, I, I gosh, I it is hard to this game between Cole and Arrieta. That's you know, that, you know that's a push. Uh, whichever of those two pitchers. Uh, is the most dominant and certainly Arietta has been recently. So I've got to go with the Cubs.
0: Uh Cubs in the wild card. All right.
1: Uh, however, I think uh I will take either the Pirates or the Cubs to beat the Cardinals. Um Dodgers and Mets. Uh mm-hmm. the uh I really think it could be the Mets. Uh mm-hmm. if they win one of those two games in LA, it is the Mets.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: And then if we get into, uh, if the Cubs take it past, if they're able to get past the Cardinals, then the Cubs will beat the Mets.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And we've we've dreamed of that in the last (laughs) weeks of the regular season, how epic that would be.
1: And and then uh, I'm the...
0: uh, You're about to predict the apocalypse, aren't you?
1: (laughs) In the American (laughs) League, I, I can't. Uh, we don't have, there isn't a bullpen, uh, that's really doing it right now. Uh, yeah. and so it's hard to look at any team doing well in the postseason without a bullpen. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I, I guess I, I,
0: well, here, let, let me guide you. Start with the wild card. Who wins Houston, New York?
1: Uh, I'll say Houston.
0: All right. Kansas city versus Houston. Who wins? Kansas city. All right. Toronto versus Texas. Toronto. All right. Toronto, Kansas City. Toronto. Yeah. All right. And then you're saying. I don't know how
1: much of that is that I want Toronto (laughs) to win.
0: All right. So we have Toronto in the American League and the Cubs in the National League. I want you to say these (laughs) words right now.
1: (laughs) I don't know that I can.
0: The Cubs are going (laughs) to I, I want to watch you say this and I want everybody to hear you say this. I don't think they will. I think the Blue Jays will win it all. Oh <laughs> man, couldn't do it. Couldn't do, Well, you do have 107 years of history backing you up. So All right. Well, I'll give you mine just on the quick. All right. Um Pittsburgh beats Chicago. Pittsburgh beats the Cardinals, uh, Dodgers over Mets, and then Pirates over the Dodgers. And how great a Pirates-Dodgers NLCS would be. Um, A couple legacy clubs there. Um, And then the American League, I do have Houston. uh, Then Kansas City beats Houston. Toronto beats Texas. Toronto beats Kansas City. And then, uh, yeah. And then uh, Garrett Cole, World Series MVP. How about you? Well, I just already, to, just do I a already, World Series MVP. I
1: already said if Arietta wins the other night, he'll be the World Series MVP. I said that. Which would be
0: show. because <laughs> How is it that he would be the World Series MVP? It would take a certain something happening. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> all right. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> um All right. Well, thank you as always to everyone listening on our website, runningthebases.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Running the Base and leave your comments, suggestions, critiques. What would you like us to talk about as we go through October? So, so for Coach Bounds, I'm Tucker Wells. This is the Running the Bases podcast. Coming into home, we're safe. Coach, have a good night. Good night.